Hey there guys, this is Dana and I want to welcome you guys to our Masterland Investing Podcast. Uh, we're going to be bringing you guys some great content, so I'm telling you, you don't want to miss this. Yeah, one thing I want to talk about today is a question that comes up quite a bit. Is a lot of investors, beginning investors, and even advanced and investors have been doing it full time. One of the biggest problems that a lot of us run into is uh, running out of cash. Um, it's always been an issue. I mean, a lot of guys, what happens is they get into it, start doing a lot of owner financing, find themselves having deals come in and uh, just can't make the deal because you haven't got the money. And it's kind of frustrating when deals are coming in and uh, you know it's a good deal. I always advise not to borrow money. Can't promise anything if you can't back it up. So I'm just going to give you a couple, maybe a couple, three pointers on ways to prevent that from happening. Uh, one way is, first of all, is uh, I always go back to being creative. Uh, remember, one thing, you always want to be in control of your deals. You obviously found the right motivated sellers. Um, you want to be creative with their, with their, their, their end. But also, by being in control, you haven't got to put a 30-day closing date on the contract. Uh, what I typically advise is do a 90-day closing. This way, what happens is with a 90-day closing, if it's a deal and you've bought it around 20, 25, 30% of the market value, you have 90 days to close. Typically, by the time you get it back signed from the potential seller, if you do an e-sign, you can get it done immediately. You can get it back and you'll still have about 90 days. But typically, if it's done through the mail, which most people starting out will do it through the mail, if you get it back, you get about 80-something days left on the contract to purchase, the purchase agreement. So that gives you uh, almost two, 30, 60, almost two and a half, three months to find a potential buyer. So you got a 90-day contract, comes back, say, for instance, you got 80 days left. You immediately need to find a buyer. Uh, problem with a lot of guys I see is you get greedy. You think, geez, that's a great deal. It's one of my first deals. I'm a beginner land investor. Uh, I bought something at 20 grand that was worth 20 grand. You got it for uh, five to six to seven grand, and you, you're trying to squeeze every penny out of it. It's not good advice. I've talked talked about it in other lessons that uh, be creative. Don't get greedy, even on on the buyer's end. Uh, if they come in, you're putting something out there, it's listed, at, it's, it values at 20, and you got it out there at 19, somebody comes along, you think you have somebody to buy the property, and they only want to give you 17. One way to keep your cash flowing is don't get greedy, move the property, make a deal, sell the property at 17. There's still plenty of meat on the bone, you made some money. So that 90-day deal will give you a little bit more flexibility. Uh, I've done it in the past, and... Uh, you know, and I and I forget that I'm in control, and I put a 30-day closing on it, 30-day feasibility study, and, and it's not enough time to keep the money flowing. Uh, another way you can do it is the same thing with a 90-day closing, do a simultaneous contract. Uh, nowadays, a little different than it used to be. You got to shop around. Hopefully, the the title company that you have in house, part of your team, understands what you want to do. You want to confirm that with them that they can handle a simultaneous closing. And this would be more if you're going to go ahead and use a realtor for your deals. Um, I suggest a lot of times when you're beginning, don't be afraid to use a realtor. You got to give up a little piece of the pie, eight percent of the deal. But uh, they have they have a good network of buyers, and if you find a good one on you and put them on your team, 
and they understand what you're doing, they'll find buyers for your property. And what I've t done typically in the past is uh, I'll make an agreement with them, let them know, because I'm an investor, I'm going to list it with you. I want you to do it 8% from me if you're willing to do that. you got to push the thing, so we're going to put it under market value so we can find a motivated buyer. And also, at the same time, I'm going to list it in other avenues, other platforms, such as maybe eBay, Craigslist, Zillow, such as that. And make sure you strike a deal up front, so this way, if you go ahead and find a buyer prior to the realtor, you don't have to still pay the 8% commission. So that's, that's a good way to prevent yourself from running out of money. Uh, another way is, is coming out of the gate and wanting to create passive cash flow, and you flip a couple deals and you got some cash, and all of a sudden now you're going to start doing all the finance. Uh, and my advice would be to wait a little bit. Stack up some cash. Uh, put some money away. Just continue to do your deals. Don't get greedy. Put a 90-day contract to closing on it a 90-day closing on the contract. And uh, typically, strangely enough, most most potential sellers won't even ask the question, what is that 90-day feasibility or is what is a 90-day contract to close? Uh, in the past, when they've asked me, I'll typically say, listen, uh, most likely I'll close much sooner, but I have a lot of things going on. I just need that time to make sure everything is what it is. And uh, most likely I can close early, but I just can't guarantee it. I don't like to promise something I can't do, so that's why I have 90 days on there. And never had a problem with it. Everybody seems to understand. So the second thing is don't go ahead and try to do all the financing right away. I mean, it sounds enticing. You get passive cash flow. You bought something at 5 It was worth 20 You turn around and sold it again with 5000 down and financed to 15 my advice would be typically try to get get your money out of the deal. Get your sixteen, seventeen thousand out of the deal in your pocket. Stack up a few bucks, maybe twenty, thirty, forty grand. This way you got some some working capital and then maybe start doing some owner financing. And typically when you do, I would always suggest is go ahead and try to get the downstroke, which is the down payment, to cover all your initial costs, which was the buy cost, uh, the closing cost commissions if you used a realtor. Uh, those are a couple great ways to just kind of prevent uh, yourself from running out of money. And uh, the third one is is just dial back on, on your solicitation. If you're cranking right along, you're all excited, you're a beginning investor, even a more of an advanced investor, and you're selling out a, sending out a ton of uh, solicitations, you got to kind of know when to do it. My, my advice is, uh, from rule of thumb, is there's not many buyers in the summer season. Most of the time, people are on vacation, the ones with money that are investors that are buying or builders. That's when everybody heads out of town with their family. So from my experience over many years, the slowest time in the year to sell property was in the summer. So if you keep that in mind, and you know coming up to summer, you're going to have a little harder time moving the properties, even at a motivated price, which was well below the retail price, dial back on your solicitations. Always watch the market, what phase you in, you're in. But if you do that, that'll prevent you from running out of money also. So basically, it's a 90-day close because you're in control. If they, if they don't want to do the 90-day close, then, you know, you come up with something better. But typically, they, the customer or the potential motivated seller won't ask about it, nor will they ask about the 90-day feasibility study. The second one is my advice, like I said, is to wait a while before you do some owner financing. Try to get 20, 30, 40 grand stacked up in the bank, in your shoebox, whatever it may be.
before you start doing that because you got to keep cash moving and uh, you got to have cash on the table to make these deals and nothing worse when you get a good deal and you just haven't got the cash and you really shouldn't go out and borrow the money because there's nothing guaranteed in life so have your money put aside and the third one would be just dial back on, on uh, uh, kind of pull the pull the reins a little bit back on the uh, solicitations. Remember, you're in control. You're the investor. You're the one who's supposed to be smart about doing business. So just pull back on the solicitations a little bit. Remember that summertime is a slow part of the year. And I think if you do that, you'll be in a much better position going forward uh, to get the deals you need, to have the cash that you need to have the deals and, get, and complete the deals. Because, uh, you know, that's a, I've been there many times in the past, and you're just moving so many properties, and you forgot to dial the machine back a little bit, and the things are coming in, and I've had to tell people, listen, I just, I can't make the deal right now. I'm not in a position. But, you know, at the same time, I've also said to customers on the phone, contact me and said, listen, you know, my money's tight right now. I still want to make the deal. If you guys are good, I'm going to send you on an extension uh, to close on that, if you don't mind signing it, I just need a little more time. Um, my money's light. I like your property. I want to get you guys the money, but it's just going to take me a little longer. Um, what I learned in life a long time ago when I was a kid is you don't get unless you ask. So don't be afraid to ask. You're the investor. You're the one that's going to solve a problem to the potential seller. You're going to solve a problem to the potential buyer that wants to deal on the property. So always remain in control. Don't be afraid to ask. Uh, I had a circumstance years ago, uh, back, I want to say it was 05, 06, I think it was 0, uh, early 05, had a bunch of property, 100 and something properties tied up on uh, contracts to purchase, and a big storm, Hurricane Charlie hit the west coast of Florida, we had a bunch of property, and uh, not only did our real estate agency get blown away, the title company, everything included, it was wiped out, uh, we were using the title company over there to be local, make the deal simple over there, and... Uh, all of a sudden, all our properties, every buyer, nothing was going on. The place was shut down. It was like a ghost town. So uh, immediately what we did is we created a, an extension on the contract and, and got a hold of most. I think out of 125 deals that we had pending to close within, I'm going to say 30, 40, 50, 60 days from the time of that storm, about 80% of them did actually receive uh, the request for extension, signed them, and now uh, we're able to make the deals. The ones that didn't, respond the position i took was to go ahead and if they don't call and they don't ask then we're going to keep it on the table we're going to find a buyer and sell the property which we did uh, as i recall i don't think we had any renege on the deal because you got to remember something when someone decides to finally sell they've been paying for this property for a long time most of the time it's a tax issue they don't want to pay the tax anymore uh their dream of moving to that particular and building a house has changed uh, possibly they had it for the kids. The kids don't want the property anymore, so it's become more of a burden. So don't don't be afraid to ask. Uh, you're in charge. Worst case scenario, you just go ahead and forfeit the deal. But uh, don't get nervous. Don't overspend. Don't finance if you don't have to in the beginning. I mean, even though it's it's enticing, just wait a little bit. Stack your money up first. And remember, like I said, summertime is slow typically. I think it is across the board, anywhere in the country. People go on vacation, the kids are out of school, there's events going on, uh, investors, buyers, that's usually the worst time to be trying to sell property. So keep that in mind, keep you guys in the right place, keep you going forward, cash in, in your pocket. Thank you guys for listening. Talk to you soon. Bye-bye.
Hey guys, thanks for listening. I uh, hope you enjoyed today's podcast. Uh, be sure to subscribe and join us here each week. Thanks again. Talk to you soon. Bye-bye.